Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2019 Black and White March Madness podcast. I'm Mateo Gutierrez, and, I, and I'm accompanied by... Ben and Solomon. And we'll be talking about this year's NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. So, to start us off, we're talking about the East region. The, uh, first of all, the number one, number one overall seed of the tournament, Duke. Ben, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's a no, right Duke, seed? Duke is probably the most favorite, or the favorite, to win this NCAA tournament. Probably the majority of... Bracket players will be picking them to win turning. Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, all all major threats on the court, and it'll be exciting to see what they bring. Now, yeah, they're they're definitely definitely deserving of the one seed. You know, they've had an amazing year with a bunch of highlights, a bunch of close games, buzzer beaters. You know, that injury with Zion was that that was something, but you know they still were able to win games without him. And you know, I mean, like. <laughs> they're a pretty heavy favorite to win the tournament, you know. They're like the heaviest favorite since like, in like since like twenty fourteen. Yeah, exactly. So they didn't even Crazy. win the tournament. By the they didn't win tournaments. So I don't know. I mean, Duke's deadly, but you never know. And in Duke's region, number two seed we got Michigan State, three seed LSU, and the four seed Virginia Tech. Do you have any upsets for any, any of the top four seeds? I do. And this East region oh. is full of many upsets, I think. You think so? I think Yale can beat LSU. LSU is having off-court Ooh, issues with the Coach. The Ivy League team. Yeah, I know. With Coach Will Wade, and he's been accused of uh, illegally recruiting. And mm. uh, now I think those off-the-court issues will impact the team. It impacted the team in the SEC tournament as they were the one seed and went one and done. And, you know, all the Ivy League schools throughout the years have been, you know, interesting to watch during uh, or as a higher or lower seeds. And it'll be interesting to see what Yale can bring to the table against LSU. Mm, for sure, for sure. My, my um, big upset, I guess, of this region, at least in the round 64, I personally have 12-seeded Liberty over uh, 5 seed Mississippi State. First of all, you know, Liberty's, you know, they've had a, a very great year. You know, 28-6, and six, amazing. And... They're just honestly just so deadly from three, and you you always see twelve seeds pulling off great upsets against five seeds. So I really think Liberty is the, honestly one of the more heavier twelve seeds in the tournament, you know, other than Murray State that we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm really liking Liberty over Mississippi State. I think they they got really good offense, and you know, what what do you think? Do you yeah, think I Lib- agree. They're averaging seventy four points a game, and that's tough to defend. But you know, all these teams, the question is. You know, will they? Can they play against the top tier teams, being in a lower, lower conference in the A Sun? And it'll be mm. interesting to find out. But you know, March Madness is March Madness for a reason. We'll see yeah. what Liberty can pull off. Definitely a game to watch in this region. It's definitely seven seed Louisville against ten ten seed Minnesota. You know, um, Rick Pitino, former Louisville coach, there, there are a lot of great things there. His son actually goes, actually plays on the Minnesota basketball team, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be a really interesting game to watch. Oh, he coaches the Minnesota basketball team. He coaches the Minnesota basketball team. My bad, my bad. He coaches. So that, that definitely is going to be a very, very interesting, fun game to watch. But um, I, I guess, who do you think will come out of the East? I mean, I mean, you just got to go with Duke on this one. Yeah. I mean, they're, ju- they're, just, they're just too overpowered. I mean, like, oh, my goodness. No, I'm, I'm picking that Duke and Michigan State in that uh, region, regional final, but it'll be a great game. Tom Izzo has a great team this year for Michigan State, and it'll be interesting to see what Michigan State can bring to, uh, against Duke. No, I, no I, I can definitely see Duke, uh, Zion Williamson, uh, the projected number one overall pick, winning the uh, Final Four player of the, the, the tournament. I really think, you know, oh my God, I mean, look at this, his size, his wingspan, you know, his ability to score, his overall bulkness, like, he'd probably throw me, like, 
10 feet in the air. <laughs> I mean, you're getting a little heavier since that. We haven't gone through all the regions yet. All right, all right. Now let's go on to the West seed. We've got um, number one seeded Gonzaga, number two seeded Michigan, three seed Texas Tech, and then four seed Florida State. What are your what are your initial thoughts on this region? I think the West region is one of the hardest regions in this in this bracket. Mm, you know, sure. you got Marquette versus Murray State. That'll be that's most Oof. likely the best game in this Def- bracket. Definitely, or, definitely the game to watch in round sixty four. As we got, you know, top three protected overall pick John Morant mm-hmm. doing amazing things this year with his amazing scoring abilities, high flying dunks, and then we got Marcus Howard and Marquette, who just deadly. He just oh god. Yeah, it'll come down to whether uh, if uh, Murray State can handle Marcus Howard, but Marquette also has the Hauser brothers who are forwards, and they can flat out shoot and they can play defense. And I, I honestly think Marquette is more overall better, better rounded team. And I, I just see, I don't think Murray State played enough of uh, tough competition to actually mm. compete. And I think that Marquette will handle Murray State quite easily in this game. You know, uh, I, I, I would agree with you, but the John, I'm just liking John Moran way too much. Murray State's, I know the, the, top, the competition hasn't been the great, hasn't been the, hasn't been the greatest, but they're, they're scoring 83.3 points per game. And, you know, I just, honestly, they're playing, they're, playing really, they're playing really well. I think John Moran has a stellar tournament. I think, I think Murray State could win against Marquette and even win in the next round, personally. But um, other than the Marquette Murray State game, another game I think, which is uh, well, another team to watch in this region is definitely Gonzaga. You know, we saw them beat Duke earlier this year. A lot of people, a lot of people are saying that this could be the year Gonzaga finally breaks it through and wins the tournament. What do you think? You know, Gonzaga is a great team, but I I think Michigan to me. I think Michigan Oof, comes Michigan. out of this region because um, you know they played in the Big Ten. You know, even though they lost the Big Ten tournament, uh, they they're still a great team under uh, John Behind and um, I, it, it's going to be an interesting matchup if uh, Michigan ever gets to play Gonzaga, but I think Gonzaga's loss to St. Mary's in their conference championship will affect them this, this tournament, and, I, and it'll be just interesting to see if Michigan can pull off the upset in the regional final. Mm, no, because last year Michigan lost in the uh, championship against Villanova, so this that definitely can be a... Uh Kind of a revenge, revenge tournament to make a big difference. No, if they if if they beat if they beat Gonzaga, then they're most likely to face who? What Duke? Yeah, no? right. Yeah, Duke probably if you know they come out of the uh, the East region. And uh, I kind of want no shout out a team that I think could upset. I don't have any upsets in this region. But I really think I'm liking uh, if Arizona State can my boys Arizona State Sun Devils can pull it off against St. John's. I'm liking them against Buffalo. A little biased because you know big Arizona State fan, but. <laughs> You know, I, I, this this is the year, fellas. This is the year. Anyways, let's go back. Let's go to the South region now. We got the number one seeded Virginia Cavaliers, uh, two seed Tennessee, three seed Purdue, and four seed Kansas State. Now I'm start off this region by saying I have a. This is a surprise a lot of people, but I'm just loving Cincinnati, the seven seed in this region. You know, when I was first make my bracket. Uh, I, I just, I just, I just love their matchups. I, I really think Cincinnati could, you know, make it to the elite eight, even possibly make it out of this region. Um, main factors. I remember, I remember, I've watched a lot of their games throughout this year, and they're just. I know they haven't played the best competition, but they're just amazing. Honestly, they have Jaron Cumberland. He's just, oh, he's a, he's an almost an automatic bucket. 
And I really think they could escape out of this region, you know? I mean, you have teams like Virginia and Tennessee who are both great competitors, both great teams, but Tennessee struggled a lot this year. You know, they, they've had a lot of struggle, and luckily under two seed, I think Cincinnati can beat Iowa, then beat Tennessee, and then also beat Purdue later on, and possibly get it by Virginia. I don't know. What do you think, Bennett? Well, I think Cincinnati kind of got screwed in this seven seed. You know, they won mm. their conference tournament, and they're getting a seven seed. That's that's probably should not have happened. But, yeah, it's disrespectful. You know, it's the way it is. But I, to me, I think Villanova is a team to watch out for. Oof. You know, I think they can make a run. Jay Wright is a great coach. He, you know, he can he can coach any team. I think to a to make a run. And Villanova and Purdue, I think, is a overrated team to me. Purdue's mm. got Carson Edwards. He's a great player, but and they got a lot of size. But I think Villanova is a very strong contender in this region. But mm. I think UVA will be changing, or I think UVA will have more experience this year. I don't think they're going to get upset any times or mm. uh, any earlier than they did last year. Yeah, and um, one of the bigger upsets to watch in this region, which I think is also a pretty popular upset many people have, is 12-seeded Oregon mm -hmm. against, you know, um, Wisconsin. Um, I mean, Oregon's just had, they, had, they lost, they lost, they lost 7-2 seven seven uh, freshman ball ball for the, for the season in December, which, you know, it was tough, but, you know, they, they, they are really good defense, and I, and I, I just, I really think they can pull this off, you know, I'm, I, I honestly just a big fan of 12-seeds. I think they're one of the more underrated teams in the tournament. Yeah, I agree, but it comes it comes down to whether Oregon can play with the big guys because the Pac-12 this year, there's only maybe three teams in the Pac-12 that made the tournament, and Oregon got hot at the end of the season mm -hmm. winning the Pac-12 tournament, but that was over a Washington team that probably, or that's an eight seed here, and it's not, and even though it was ranked, it's probably not one of the best teams in this in this bracket, so I still think UVA comes out of this region and makes a uh, Final Four appearance. UVA, all right, sounds good. And the last region, the Midwest, uh, I, I am liking this region a lot, actually. I got, um, let's see, number one seed in North Carolina, Tar Heels, great year. Uh, two seeded Kentucky, three seeded Houston, and four seeded Kansas. But any, what are your initial thoughts on this? this I region? think a game to watch for is Wofford versus Seton Hall. Yes, uh, I it'll that be, game it'll a lot. come down to whether. Uh, it'll come down to Seton Hall's uh, guard, Miles Powell, who has been going off lately. You know, Seton Hall made it to the Big Ten, Big or Big East final, and it was it was a remar remarkable run on there to get them to the tourney. And I think Seton Hall is a pretty good team overall. And I just don't think Wofford has played a good enough competition mm -hmm. to compete with a Big East team like Seton Hall. You know, it's al it's always so hard to to guess who's going to win these seven ten matchups because they're all usually evenly matched teams and you know I honestly I always get them wrong because you know they're just so unpredictable mm -hmm. I mean Mar that's March Madness and now it's unpredictable you know so I've been last year UVA UMBC shout out to the Terriers wasn't it the Terriers, yeah, Terriers Terriers shout out to them um well I I no I actually love this region a lot uh, I'm loving UNC come you know playing I think they'll have a great tournament I'm also loving Kentucky you know I remember since last year watching clips of, of then high school senior Tyler Hero playing in Ball's live videos, and now he's having a great second half of the season for Kentucky. You know, I really think he has a great tournament. I, I mean, I, I, I do like Kentucky a lot, though, coming out of um, mm -hmm. and I, I hope region. To, I hope to see UNC and Kentucky in the Elite Eight matchup, you know, a rematch of, uh, I think it was one year ago when Luke May hit the shot. Mm. Um, oh, that might have been two years ago. But... 
you know, UNC and Kentucky probably, if they end up playing, will probably be one of the best games of the season, and I hope to see it. Yeah, and an uh, upset that I do have, and I'm uh, in my bracket, I only have, I guess, Seton Hall and kinds of upset, but one upset I do have, and probably my highest upset is Georgia State over Houston. You know, Houston, they have not, haven't played the the best competition. They played decent competition, not the best competition. And I just I just think, I remember watching RJ Hunter against Baylor go up. I, you know, Georgia State, they still have amazing three-point shooters. They're among, like, some of the best ranks when it comes to three-points made and three-point efficiency. You know, I, I just really think that if they can make their shots, like UNBC did against UVA last year, if they can, if they can make their shots, they can definitely you know, get out of the first round against Houston. What do you think? Well, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you there because Corey Davis, which is who is a guard for Houston, is one of the best guards in the country. Mm. And I think Houston, last year, you know, they they had a heartbreaking loss against Michigan in the round of 32 on a buzzer beater that could have uh, had one of the biggest upsets in the tourney. But, you know, Jordan Poole hit the shot at the mm. buzzer. And uh, I think Houston will be – I think Houston will be looking for redemption and looking to go to the uh, – in the Sweet 16 for the first time in a while, at least. And mm. uh, I think I think Houston is a better overall team than Georgia State. And uh, I think Houston can, Houston is a team that could make a run in here, but when they meet Kentucky, I think it, it will be over for them. All right. Well, now we're getting the time of the podcast for our final four predictions and championship prediction. Bennett, how do you start us off with your final four predictions and then championship well, prediction? Well, of course, I think most, maybe almost – more than 50% of the people are going to say Duke are going to make the Final Four. That's, so that's my first, first Final four, four pick. And then I'm going to go with Michigan in the West region. I think Duke and Michigan will match up in Minneapolis, Minnesota in the first Final Four game. And, um, and then in the South, I have Virginia. I think Virginia uh, has a better overall team than last year. They don't, have as, they don't have an injured player going into the tournament, so I think they will be all healthy, and, and if Kyle Guy can do what he's been doing all year, I think they have a great chance of uh, making a run. And then uh, I have UNC, the one seed uh, in the Midwest region, and I had, um, three ACC teams in the Final Four, which is bizarre, but that just shows how good the ACC is. And who do you have one and all? I have Duke over UNC in the final. Mm-hmm. I just think it'll come down to whether UNC can stop Zion Williamson. Yeah. That'd be a great game, too, the yeah. rivalry, you know? Fourth, fourth matchup of the year for Duke and UNC, and I hope to get to see it. Well, in uh, my final four picks, oh, no, you got you got to have Duke, you know? We, we always hop on so much with podcasts, but they're just um, one of the, probably one of the best college teams come out ever, honestly. In the West region, I do have Gonzaga. I just, I, I, I'm really liking Gonzaga, the way they played this year, only having three losses you know, um, Roy Hachimura, honestly, could be a you know, first-round draft pick. I think he's going to have a great NBA career, too. And, no, I'm just I, – I saw a game against Duke, and they looked so composed against them. They, bro- they broke Duke down. Although it was close, they did break Duke down, and it showed Duke is vulnerable, you know. But when it comes to Duke versus Gonzaga, I, 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 I think – I would say Duke. I do believe Duke will win that matchup, but – on my bracket, though, know, everyone has Duke winning. You can't. It's gonna be so hard to win. So I personally with Gonzaga, but you know, I definitely would not be surprised at all. And in fact, I see Duke winning that game. In the other region, you know, I have. First of all, I'll start with the Midwest. In the Midwest, I have Kentucky, two seed. Uh, I do believe that they will be able to beat North Carolina. It, I think it'll be a close game, but I, I think I think they can definitely pull through with PJ Washington. I think he's a stellar player. I think he can definitely have a big game for them and a big tournament for them also at the same time. And 
the thing is, looking at my Final Four, if I, I originally had Virginia, and I'd have three one seeds and one two seed, but I just don't, I, I, you gotta have a surprise team to Final Four. I feel like every year it's always at least one surprise team. So I said it earlier this season that I'd, I'd, I'd ride on them. I have Cincinnati in the Final Four, you know? It's a very hot take, very, very hot take, but just, I'm just saying, don't sleep on the Bearcats, right? Don't sleep on the Bearcats. And in the final, you know, I do have Gonzaga beating Kentucky. In the final, Gonzaga finally claiming championship. You know, it's definitely, one thing for sure, it's definitely going to be a really interesting and fun tournament to watch. Definitely going to be, you know, one that you're going to watch during your classes. Definitely going to have, de students, your grades will drop this, the next couple of weeks. And we, teachers we, will get mad at you. We, we know you're going to watch it on your phones. It's all right. Everyone does it. That one kid with, the bot, that one kid with his laptop up and looking always down at like one part of the, the the, the laptop, yeah, he's watching. Mar he, he's watching your favorite team clap your team. <laughs> students have to do what students have to do. All right. <laughs> Anyways, that's been our March Madness preview. You know, uh, take our advice. Don't take our advice. You know, we're sport writers. We love the game of college basketball, and I'm I'm excited. Yep. I'm, I'm I'm very excited. Tournament starts this Thursday, and I guess I guess that's it. This has been Matej Gutierrez and Bennett Solomon signing off for the black and white.